All right, all right. I am live. Welcome, welcome to the free masterclass. Welcome everyone that's joined me here on Zoom. I'm so excited to have you all here. And it's 12.02 on the dot. So I'm going to um, share with you, um, start and share some important information around how to grow legacy business. Uh, I have a lot of visionary leaders that are joining me. You all have service-based businesses, so welcome. Um, in today's masterclass, I will share with you my entire framework. Hello, beautiful Lana. Thanks so much for joining me. My entire framework in helping startups all the way to um, $50 million businesses, right? So what I will attempt to share with you today is the fundamentals that I've seen, the patterns that always recur, right? I always say fundamentals never change. Um, so that is something that I know is something that drives me and I'm very passionate about. So I want to thank those of you that are joining me slowly for being here. So I'm the CEO and founder of The Life School. And what is it we do here? We help visionary leaders grow legacy purpose-driven businesses through branding, marketing, sales systems, and team so they can maximize their impact and, of course, their income. I'm a big believer that through the channel of entrepreneurship, a lot of us that are service-based want to build a purpose-driven business because we want to do more good in the world. We want to build a legacy that has an impact. But, of course, in order for us to be able to sustain that, uh, we will need to put that in the channel of entrepreneurship, right? So that is what I do. And I will start my masterclass with sharing my screen here with you so that the information is organized. But also for those of you that are more visual learners, I'm more auditory myself. Um, if you're a visual learner, you'll appreciate the slides and the information that I will share with you. So grow foundational um, legacy business. Uh, one of the most important parts of leaving a legacy business, at least for me personally, is that we all come to this world to contribute, right? So whatever your calling is, whatever information you feel that you want to share with the world, whatever skill you have built, whatever information you have, whatever life experience you have that you want to share it with other people, I believe that it's our um, responsibility to take that and share that with more people. Um, and of course, this way, uh, making a bigger impact in society, but also growing a really foundational legacy business for your family and then the people that will come behind you. So a little bit about me. Um, I am the founder and CEO, as I said, of The Life School. And that was you know, how I started venturing out in my own business when I grew unfulfilled. I was a former fi Fortune 500 executive CEO in the retail industry. The company was purchased by another company. It turned into a profit-driven culture. I grew, I climbed the corporate ladder for 15 years, different posi positions. I can't speak today. It's only Tuesday, so I'm going to sip my water as <laughs> I go through my uh, my journey here a little bit. Um, to give you guys a little background as to why I want to, I, I love to teach what I teach and, you know, why, um, you know, sort of the journey, like, how did I get here, right? There's <laughs> always, there's always a backstory that is important, even through all my platforms I create with guests that I, you know, invite, I always want to know their backstory, because I think that's really important in understanding why are you passionate about what you teach? And um, also, how did you get to where you are? So that is what I did for 15 years until I grew unfulfilled. Now I'm a seven-figure business owner growing <laughs> to the next uh, level of impact and income. Uh, Best-selling author of numerous books and global speaker. I love to speak. That is my gift. It's transferring information from one brain to another through a skill that I have learned and developed over the years. Um, I'm a podcast host, summit organizer to over 30,000 entrepreneurs. One of the things that's been coming uh, for me is connecting the dots for people. I realized that I'm that visionary through my personal journey of growing, learning and growing. And I love to connect dots for people, the big, the big uh, most important things in their business, but also I'm a people connector. So I've always been a community person. So I build a community of over 30,000 entrepreneurs and business leaders. Welcome, Francois. Welcome, Kate. Nice to see everybody. Welcome, Corinne. Nice to see you again. Thanks so much for joining me. I am very honored and I will not take your time lightly. I'm a, I value time 
very much. And I always say that time we cannot get back, but we always can make more money. So I really appreciate all of you joining me here today. Um, and then I've been featured in Disrupt Business Insider, CEO Weekly, Business News, New, New York Weekly, many places, because I always look for bigger platforms where my people are. I'm always looking for you know, the, the channels of where my message needs to land the right audience. So of course, media is a very powerful channel to do so. And I will share with you a little bit about um, utilizing that as well in your branding, in your business uh, for the impact and for the credibility and authority building, which is important if you would like to, of course, be able to um, give you know people higher transformations through your work. I always see it as that at the end of the day. It's really understanding how to reach your people and how to give them, how to serve them at a higher level. I'm a big service. That's why I love the service industry. I'm a big servant leader. I love to serve because I believe that through service, all the other things that we want are already there. So it's just those just become byproducts. So that is an important value of mine. So that's a little bit about me. And um, if you're experiencing any of these, let me know in the chat, wherever you are listening um, to this masterclass from. Lack of clients and consistent cash flow. This is definitely a problem for a lot of startups, a lot of uh, people that just start their business or people that don't have leverage with influence or an audience yet, right? Or don't have those right relationships cultivated. It's what I say, because that is very, very important. So if that's you, you're in the right place. This will help you. Lack of time away from your business. If you have the foundation set, if you have the clients, if you're ready, have built that authority in the marketplace, if you have been serving people at your capacity and business model, and of course now are at the next level where you lack time, um, money is no longer an issue, then this is also the right uh, masterclass for you uh, because that will connect um, a lot of those high-level doubts for you as well. So, And then the third one, if you lack profitable income to grow your business and support your lifestyle, I have worked with many, many businesses that you know, on the outside, we look great, just like human beings. On the outside, we might look happy, but on the inside, we're not healthy, right? So the same with businesses. You can have a big brand and you can have a, a lot of clients. You can have a lot of uh, things that are over, you know, around your, your business entity, but you might not be very profitable meaning you might not be able to have a lot of cash flow that you can utilize in your business to invest back in other beautiful things. As I say, people that lead by the heart as purpose-driven entrepreneurs, we need the, the cash flow so that we can invest it back in the impact we will get to make and also through other channels. Um, but of course, also your lifestyle, right? I mean, it always starts with us. We hear a lot of service uh, self-care messaging in the marketplace, and I believe that everything is, um, is, is that. We start with taking care of our needs, our family's needs, our goals, the things that we want to do, our lifestyle values that we have clarified, and then, of course, we will do more good for other people, right? So that's kind of how that correlates together. So those three main pain points, if you are experiencing any of these, then um, I am very sure you'll get a lot of value out of this. So, and then of course, on the other side, you, the results you're looking for, right? The desires that you want, consistent clients, consistent cash flow, supported business model, right? Um, I will talk about business models a lot because business models is just the way businesses structure their business, right? There's no need to be attached to business models, whether you're doing one-to-one, -one, whether you're doing groups, memberships, hybrid business model, masterminds, all of that is just, um, you know, the supportive channel for you to grow your business and your business model changes, right? But the service doesn't. The way that you want to serve your people does not, but your business model changes. So you might be, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and business leaders do want to have supportive models that supports the, their, that support their lifestyles and also, you know, their values, right? So that's a big thing that um, I will attempt to shine, to shine some um, a little light on. Hello, everybody else. 
Love it, love it. Hi, Andrea. Nice to see everyone. Some of you are my beautiful connections and it's the first time I'm meeting you. So I'm grateful that I see your beautiful faces here on Zoom. Um, awesome. And then time freedom to work on your business and not in your business. This is, we hear about this a lot, right? Because we know how easy it is to be on in the operations of our business. <laughs> There's always something new to work on, right? So I know a lot of business owners, you know, we get stuck with that as well. And then profitable income to reinvest in your business and other areas for higher ROI. Um, and that's what I, you know, talked about. I mean, growing a business at whatever level, it's important for us to understand that the cash flow we do create from the business gives us an opportunity to reinvest back in the business. Whether you're investing yourself in trainings and things that you need to do personally as the CEO, or you're hiring, you're implementing a new tool, you're looking into all the things that, you know, technology is always advancing. Those are all things for you to reinvest back what you have created so that you can support yourself first, but of course also give your, your baby, your business, the right amount of health and nutrition it needs so that it can grow, right? Because just like anything, we have to feed it so that it could, you know, we can utilize it to do the good that we want. Um, so diving right in, um, the first thing, you know, I always talk about is inner alignment or mindset, uh, right? I mean, understanding just like personal life, business is the same way. And at every phase and stage of business you might be in, I think it's always very helpful to clarify what are your personal values? What is your vision and mission of your company, right? And a lot of times when you are a service provider, this could mean your personal uh, values and your personal vision and mission. Once your business grows, then it starts to have a life on its own, right? It's like a whole a company with culture and people and moving pieces. Um, so of course, a lot of your personal values go into the business as well. But I would say everything starts there, no matter what phase and stage that you are in your business, you always have to clarify this because whatever served you, maybe year one in your business or year two, might not necessarily be the same values because you have evolved. I mean, you're in the life school here, right? So it's always about human involvement. We're always learning and growing. I'm not the same business owner I was six years ago when I started my business because we always learn and grow. And our experience teaches us a lot of valuable information. We, you know, we, we trial and we test things. So I think it's always important to reevaluate it. And then I'll shift into long-term visionary CEO mindset. Anything that's worthwhile in our lives, even our personal life, and I refer back to personal life and business, for me, it's like one thing. Um, it's really about, again, what do you want to create, right? What is your long-term vision? Because you don't want to make decisions now out of the, the short-term pleasure while you sacrifice your long-term vision and mission. Right. When you have that long term, you know, outlook in life and in business, then the you make now are going to be way more effective um, because you know that whatever I'm doing now, it's setting the stage or it's planting the seeds for what I'm going to create five years down the line. I'm always working five years ahead. Right. I mean, again, that's what it takes for us to be visionaries. And we are the CEOs of our lives first. Right. And whatever I have now was probably planted five years ago. And it's very true. Right. Whatever I'm living right now, it's something that I probably envisioned five years ago. And I took the right action steps and the, made the right decisions. Wrong ones, right ones. Right. It's a trial and error. I'm not saying we're going to be perfect with this stuff. But um, whatever I have now, it's whatever I you know, envisioned five years ago. So we're always working ahead. And especially if you want to drive you know, your company forward, um, you you always want to be working ahead. And then aligning your business model with the current stage of business. I see a lot of problem or pain points around this. And I, even in my business, I wasn't always sure, like, what is the right business model that will support where I am and where I'm trying to go? One piece of advice, if you're at the beginning and you don't, you have not built all the other pieces I'm going to talk about today, then one-to-one -one is always a go-to right? And we always hear that. I know everybody wants to go into one-to-many, 
But unless you have created a system or something that you can go from one to many and you have the marketing people behind you, you know all the other pieces that I will share with you today, you have relationships built, you have your influence built, your brand authority built, then you will build from scratch, as I always say. I always say I build my business one person at a time. Right. And I would say that uh, this is a big thing, especially for a lot of service providers or coaches, healers, people in my industry as well. You know, it's always like, which business model do I offer? And usually, depending on where they learn from or what platform, you know, you start with probably a course or like a mastermind that's very low ticket. But again, how many of those do you have to sell? Because the process is the process. So you do want to be wise and smart with your business model at every phase and stage of journey. If you are further along and you're moving away from one-to-one -one and one-to-many and you already have all these other pieces implemented, then go for it. But I will show you what is missing here so that you know exactly, okay, so now I'm, you know, I understand what is my offer um, that will better support my financial goals, which is number one. We have to always think of that right? Um, and also my impact goals. And again, if those two, I'm always checking myself all the time in my team. I'm like, is it making impact? Is it making income? If it's not doing these two things, we might have the wrong focus and priority in the business or in the company. So it's got to always align for both. Guys, if you have any questions that come up, I know I probably talk a little bit fast, and I don't want to obviously overwhelm you. So just, yeah, let me know your questions. I will open up a 30 minute or 15 minute at the end of the class or the masterclass time to answer any questions that you guys might have. So as you're thinking of them, just throw them in the chat. All right. I'll just have like a pool of questions to just go up. So that helps me stay focused as well. Appreciate that. All right, so we always start with the first thing. It's always branding, is the positioning. Anything we do in life is how we position it for the people we want to help, <laughs> right? So whether we're positioning ourselves, whether we're positioning our offer, whether we're positioning a strategic partnership, whether we're positioning anything, right? Whether I'm positioning an argument with my kids, I'm like, I think you should do this because it will benefit you in such a way, right? Always creating those win-wins. So branding is always about that, understanding how to position yourself. And again, if you're in a service industry, you are the business. I work with some product-based businesses. It is the same idea. Right now, we're very mature in, in the um, information age, so to speak, right? I, I think that's the right terminology for it. Our consumers are educated. People want to do business with people, even if you have a product. And honestly, your business models are products. My books are a product. My program is a product, right? My mastermind is a product. My memberships are products. So at the end of the day, they are all products, right? Even though you are the founder and the solopreneur, probably that you created them, they are all products. So we have to understand that we want to position ourselves first as the authority in your niche and industry. Right. So we hear this very often about niching down. I have a solution for that because I never resonated with niching because I'm a big picture person. So to me, fitting into a small niche was always the biggest challenge. But here's the thing that I've learned in my journey that you don't have to. When you build a company and you have a name for your company and you are the owner CEO, then you have the freedom to build both a side of size of your branding. You build your personal name and you build your company name. And then under that, you never have to niche forever mm -hmm. in a market, right? Because you can create a limited amount of products once you understand all the other pieces that I will share with you today. So that's the good news. Hopefully for my multi-passionate entrepreneurs that are like, well, I don't just want to do one thing. I have a lot of experience, right? And that was me. I was always like a rebel trying to fight the marketing, you know, uh, uh, best practices, so to speak, in the market, right? Because this is all about marketing, right? I mean, the way you position yourself could be different if no one knows you and you're in a certain event, right? I mean, you can position yourself however you like, right? You always have choice over that. 
Uh, but when you are building your presence online, it is important that you stay consistent with your positioning because of the confusion aspect. And also because of, you know, you don't want to be a jack of all trades, a master of none, right? Want to be an expert, want to be a thought leader. People need to know us for one thing. But honestly, what I've learned is just pick one big lane you want to stay on. For me, it's always business. But look how many pieces I am doing, right? So just pick the one topic, whether it's health, it's business, self-love, healing, you know, sales, marketing, whatever is your big area of gifts that you are, you know, provided by the universe with experience that you have that awareness about, that will be your area that you get to position yourself and you don't have to settle a niche down, you know, tiny bit, tiny, tiny markets. And then I will talk a little bit more about audiences because I think that is important. Um, but um, yeah, but that's kind of, you know, the big picture thing with that. Um, position your problem solution process result offer. Every offer we ever create is always solving a problem that you have a solution for and you have a process for how to give people that solution uh, and so that you can take them to the result they want, right? So every offer goes through this framework. Uh, problem, solution, process, result. I dare you to go back to your offer and do a little homework with your messaging if you want to have more clarity around this because you know you understanding this for your audience is crucial, right? Because through all your content you create, through all the things you do in the business, you need to understand problem, solution, process, result, right? And the more clarity you have on this, the more you will be perceived as the authority because you have clarity on who you help and how you help them. And then position ideal audience with messaging in the marketplace for business to consumer and business to business client opportunities. So again, once you build your company name and you have, you are the founder and CEO, next thing to decide is your audience. And again, you can start with a small audience. I don't know where you are in your business journey. You could be, you know, in a, in a a different level, you probably have served a certain market or audience, and now you want to extend and maybe pivot a little bit to, uh, you know, someone different, you can do it small baby steps at a time. And I would say that clarify what you offer. And I would say be smart about it. I would say offer it to consumers and also to corporations. Because again, in corporations, um, you as long as you have clarity on those three things that I talked about, your messaging could stay the same. And you could just be, you know, offering that to a different demographic, which would be your corporations. Um, and, you know, depending on what your life journey is or what you do, right, um, the benefits of going for corporations, obviously, is because they have bigger budgets, they have bigger influence, they have more cash flow, they dedicate, like even now, I'm crafting a whole fund for certain things in my company. So when I do hire people from the outside, to train my team or for certain topics or things that I feel will be beneficial to what we're doing to move forward for the vision and the mission of the company, I will use that budget because I already have that cash flow. So that's the benefit of going for corporations. And no, you don't have to have that background. I did. I kind of went back home in a way, but you don't have to have that background. You just have to understand how to do this. Um, because again, if you have a, you know, if you know the solution and you have a process for a certain problem, I can have that problem as an individual and a corporation can have that as an entity. So you just have to clarify that. And of course, you know, you can, you can also stay in the same thing and be able to attract both types of clients. So that is how you position yourself for also client, uh, corporate opportunities. If you are interested. I would say corporate uh, sector right now is becoming very conscious and aware, thank God, because many years ago, I'm like, I don't want to go back to that world. You know, there's a lot of masculine, you know, tactics. There's a lot of, they did not understand how a lot of these things that we do today benefited their teams, their companies, their systems, right? So the good news is that the, the level of information is rising and corporations, big businesses that are entrepreneurial. Obviously, someone always starts a business, right? There's always a founder. Um, they understand the benefits of 
the value that we have to offer, whether I go in through my framework or you go in through your, um, your um, business model or your offer, they are definitely open because they do understand the world has changed. They do understand how that will benefit their bottom line and their impact, right? So you just have to speak the right language, right? For, uh, for their problem they wanna solve and uh, you, know, you will be able to um, position yourself for that as well. It's really the same thing. Uh, Condon strategy to increase visibility and trust building. I mean, Condon is everywhere. Again, it's about building trust. We can't, we have to strategically, depending on where you are with your content creation, um, even your content has to stay under the pillars of what you want to do. But there's, that's the good news that you don't have to niche down. So if you want to talk about business, you have the freedom to create content around business because that is what you do. If you talk about health, then you can do that. If you combine health and energy healing, for example, those are your two pillars, right? So then you, your content strategy and visibility is important. Why is visibility so important? Because hello, how do we build trust with one another? We have to see each other. We have to hear you. We have to feel your energy, right? I always say the best you know, trust building is always live, which is the next best thing. But of course, if we have to fit into virtual screens, it's Zoom, it's video, and start with, with what, you know, where you are. I didn't always start with, you know, video and all of that. You start with where you are and you grow through that. And of course, now there's so many other arti artificial intelligence ways to be able to help you with content strategy so that it's still in your voice. I think that's a very important piece with a lot of creation of content happening. Mm -hmm. You know, your unique voice and authentic voice is always gonna be your perspective, the way you talk about things. I mean, there's millions of people teaching business, but I only speak about it this way because that's just been my experience and my awareness level, my inner gifts, all of the things that are make me the human I am. And that would be the same for you as well. There's only one of you, so obviously you're, you know, um, you using your authentic voice will absolutely uh, ensure that you are attracting the right people in your audience and you are rejecting the, the people that don't align with you. And thank God that you could do that, right? Because a lot of times entrepreneurs get, you know, um, worried about that. Like, oh, I don't want to just, I want to just say what everyone is saying. Do not do that. Just say what you mean, tell your truth, right? And the right people will align with you and you will, you know, thank, thank the marketing because you don't have to market to people that don't align with you. There's plenty of people in the world that are your people. So you don't want to waste your energy on the wrong, you know, client demographic uh, because, you know, you just think, you know, maybe in vanity metrics of followers or, you know, none of that matters. Quality is always better than quantity, right? I always share that I build my business with a hundred <laughs> to seven figures. You don't need a million clients, right? Um, so it depends of what business model aligns with you. And you knowing that there are so many other choices and options of the way you build business. There's no one way to build a business, but the fundamentals always stay the same which is why I teach fundamentals because I'm a big, you know, uh, proponent of that because the, the fundamentals help you with sustainability, right? I mean, you could, yeah, you can have quick results just like we do, right? With health or other areas like, okay, you'll go on a diet, you lose a little bit of weight, you know, you'll build a business, you have a model, you have an audience, it works for a little while, it's creating you cash flow, but do you know how to sustain that? Do you have all the rest of the pieces so that you can do it again and again and again and again, right? It's just like learning any other area and skill. So um, that's what I would say about that. And then the other things is, you know, what are some of the biggest branding and marketing strategies that are really, um, you know, very proven, tried and proven, right? For trust building, because honestly, the common denominator of what we want to do is trust, build trust. That's it. However, we're doing that, whether we're content creating, whether I'm inviting you here. And I'm, you know, sharing my knowledge with you that I think will be helpful to you, whether I'm attending a live event and I'm speaking, whether I'm going to network, whether I am, you know, attending a, an event and I'm meeting my people, let's say, right? It's all because I want to build trust. 
because again, that is at the core of all personal human relationships. And we do, you, you know, when we do business with robots, maybe this will change. But when we do business with other humans, this is all it is. So look at it, you know, I've always been a, like a big, uh, okay, what's at the bottom of all this? this is too much stuff, you know, what is the core of things? So once we understand the core, you know, that is what we're doing. So whether a podcast is a great way, I mean, my podcast was so intimate for me. I learned, I was auditory, right? People can hear you. You can strategize your offers in it, right? You can grow an audience. It's its own product. So doing that is a great marketing strategy. So starting and growing one, I know a lot of you have started, but the next thing becomes about how to grow this product so that it takes a life on its own and it's serving your impact and income goals, but also, you know, it could be a product on its own. I mean, we know very well-known podcasts that obviously there's ways to monetize everything, right? For your time and energy that you are putting in, but just like anything, it will take time to grow, right? I mean, everything got to grow. It's like a child. We can't speed up their you know, my kid's now 13 and 15, but I can't speed up. Like, I'm like, I want her to be 30 and him 40 already, right? I mean, we have to go through the stages and phases of life. Just like, you know, it's the same thing with business. We have to grow the business. We have to grow everything that we do. And sometimes the messaging, which I'm a big, I hate the messaging of the marketplace about quick ROI and, you know, quick clients and make a million dollars in 30 days and all these messaging that I don't think it serves human beings or even entrepreneurs because they're not showing you all the things they're doing in the back end um, that is getting to that result. Because there's nothing that happens overnight, right? I always say, if it didn't change you and grow you, you never learn anything about it. It's like winning the lottery. Great, I have some money, awesome. You know, I'll make some different life decisions, but how many people do you know that can't sustain that? Because again, through there, you know, we know we have a lot of brilliant coaches here, though, more on the, you know, psychology of, you know, of humans, right? Understanding that a lot of our old stories and things, and we can't sustain that success. So this is what it is, right? You want to be in it for the long term, and you really have to believe, you know, in what you do. And then book publishing um, is another great way um, to not only leave a legacy product, share your knowledge, but also become the authority many opportunities for open doors, right? So I don't want to go through all the benefits. A lot of you here might be uh, book um, um, authors, entrepreneurs. Um, but the other thing is growing, right? Utilizing now the books that you have created so that it um, really makes a bigger impact and it, show, and it opens up new doors for you to be able to monetize things as well, right? Because I know now many authors have books, but they don't know how to where to plug them in the business. It's like, I have a book here and I have to market and I have to you know, figure out how to sell it or how to leverage the book so that you know, it, it uh, becomes maybe the, um, the pedestal for people to build trust through that and also lead people to you know, their offers where they can help people um, further along. So that's kind of what that always is, is again, but book publishing is amazing. Um, and then media features and speaking growth opportunities. I always say, you know, media is a great partner for businesses because again, they already have the audiences. I'm a sucker for doing things. You know, I'm, I'm big on learning and growth, but I'm also very, um, what attracts me is learning how to do the process faster. So if there is already audiences that are built and communities that are built, why wouldn't you go there? <laughs> right? To figure out a way to do that. And you would think that this is very hard, right? Like, how do I get pitched on all these things? But just like anything, you start with baby steps. You start with your local, you know, with, with small blogs, right? Publications, and there's a whole strategy to how to go about it. But you start with, you know, where you are and you grow from there so that you eventually start to build your brand. And that's a great thing about building a brand because these opportunities will come to you, Maybe at the beginning, you will chase after them and that's okay, but then they will start to come to you because you have built that credibility and authority in the marketplace. So all these things are there to assist you and, and build a name for yourself and for your company. And uh, whoever wins anywhere is the people that get known, right? If you don't know where, you know, that I exist, I'm not going to be able to do anything with that. 
So that's why we want to get known. All these social media channels are all tools, right? Whether you are networking, speaking, you know, virtual networking, virtual speaking events, all of these things are just channels and tools for you to grow your brand, right? And to get known. That's what it is. Get known, build trust. Just remember those two. <laughs> and that's uh, the rest just becomes about, you know, what, what is important for you at that phase of stage that you are in. The other one is marketing, right? So marketing, I love marketing. Most entrepreneurs don't like marketing. Um, but I have seen that marketing and sales, which I will share with you next, are the heart of any business, are the bloodline of your business. That is how you create impact and you can create cash flow. If you don't understand the marketing and sales of your business, then it's just like, I don't know, it's like me trying to get healthy, but I don't know how to eat healthy foods and I don't know how to exercise, <laughs> right? So, I mean, now they're just, you know, there's a lot of theory about exercising, but I just read a lot of stuff. So I'm not gonna, you know, give a lot of noise with things that I'm not really sure about, but business I know. So marketing and sales is the pieces of the journey that you either learn or, you know, you're just not gonna be successful in this, in this arena, so to speak, right? So, and it's honestly easier, um, you know, once you understand the principles of it, it's so much, you know, so easy. So anyway, with marketing, you want to build your ideal audience online and offline. So we talked about that at the beginning. Everything is who are your people, right? So what do you have to offer? Who are your people? Who do you want to help? Clarity on that is key because you can have a great offer, but be speaking to the wrong people and you're not going to be successful. Or you can have the right people and have the wrong offer uh, based on their awareness levels, and you can educate, and that's a whole other longer way of doing it. But tapping into markets that are already buying what you have to sell is smart because you are not spending a lot of energy with your education and your marketing. I mean, you can go for new young markets. I am in one right now because I want to test and I want to be a pioneer in that market. I won't share what, I still do the same thing. It's just my native communities markets, uh, which I'm natively Albanian. And I am put, I know the road, the journey. And of course I'm, I'm deciding that that is worth my time and energy, but you know, you could be doing that and uh, you will, it will take you longer. So the smart thing to do is go where people already are buying what you have, right? And they're already interested in it. Um, so understanding that's important. Building trust, again, it came up here by adding value. Marketing is always about serving and adding value because again, you want to lead with value. You want to lead with service. That is how we build trust. The first time you meet me and you sell me something, you can have an amazing solution for me. I don't know who you, who you are. I will not listen to you. I will not take your next step with whatever offer you are offering me. So you want to ensure that you're building trust by offering value. Create systems to the business continuously support income stability and growth. So with marketing is if you're if your main tool of marketing is social media, let's say, right? You want to understand how to have systems and journeys that you are setting up for people in your social media network, right? How do you not get people from just becoming little avatars on your pro on their profiles to actually build a meaningful connection with them? Are you maybe inviting them to your show? Are you maybe inviting them to my class, like just like I am? Are you maybe doing a connect call with them? How are we adding value? How are we continuing the conversations with people? It's a big conversation, right? Because as humans, that's how we learn about one another, through conversations, right? So you wanna have systems and you, have, you wanna have a journey between when I first become someone um, that is, you know, connected with you. So that's my first journey with you. I kind of know you because I just connected with you, right? But now what are you going to do intentionally to start building trust with me and offering value to me, right? So that is not something we do by, you know, just think our content, posting our content will do that. That's not true. That's not what it is. Content is just, content and half the time these algorithms unless you pay for your content are not showing it to everybody so content is just great for presence because if they go to their profile they see alona is always posting great she's active she's human i kind of like her she has some cool stuff on there 
right? So that's what content really is, to really start the conversation. But you have to be intentional with the systems you put in the business so that now that you're meeting a lot of people, right? Because obviously now we can reach many people. So let's say in my group, I have 2000 members. Now I need to, well, I get to, I don't want to say I need to, but I get to really start building a relationship with these 2000 people. And maybe that looks like, you know, one week I am uh, sending them, you know, some resources or another week I'm inviting them to a connect call and starting the conversation to trust building. So that is what marketing is. People know about you. That's what marketing is. And then you, you know, have ways to offer value. And the other thing is building and extending your strategic network of warm audience proximity. There's three types of audiences, just like relationships. Cold, I don't know you. Warm, I kind of know you. And I think I like you. <laughs> Too hot, I know you, I like you, I trust you. <laughs> right? So three steps. I was joking when I like meet people. I'm like, I know you now. I think I know you a little bit better than, you know, from my, from my Facebook uh, platform. Great. So I think I like you. We have some commonalities. We have some shared, you know, visions for life and all of that. So you start that process of liking one another. And then it's like, let's work on building trust. I don't know if I trust you yet. And you don't know if you trust me yet. So that's why it's a three-step process. And with everything we do, there's a reason why everyone talks about it because it's, a tr it's, like, a, it's like a life tried and true principle, right? So you can apply it anywhere. Um, so that's what I would say for your strategic network. And that's why everyone wants to go for um, more of the networking because networking is more of a warm audience. Like there's a host, like I run a lot of events because I'm a big community builder and connector. So if I introduce you to somebody, obviously it's already warm, right? Because alone I already have built trust with, let's say, Francois. So if I say, Francois, you must collect, connect with Elena here, right? So Francois obviously kind of trusts me a little bit. He kind of likes me I don't because we're still building trust with one another. But if I make that warm introduction, obviously we already have escalated the process from cold to warm and we're getting to hot. And when we get to hot, it's how we can serve one another to the highest level, whether you become part of my offer so I can offer you a bigger transformation, whether we do, a, I don't know, a summit together, whether we partner with something in our audiences, right? That is a hot uh, relationship. Um, I know it sounds like dating, but it's, it's what it is because as human beings, we operate the same way everywhere. Um, so certain principles of life always apply in business as well. So for me, it's like easy to see it. Um, so that's kind of what we want to do with that. But strategic networks are very, very powerful because obviously they have an audience, they have built trust and established authority already. So you're just tapping into that. So obviously that is a great uh, marketing, um, I don't want to call it strategy, but a great ongoing marketing effort for you to have. This is not something you do once. This is something you do all the time. And what I teach is things that you constantly do in your business, because if your doors of the business are open, then you should be in business. Unless you have boundaries and you say nine to five, this I'm in business and I'm working on my business. That's what it is. Because sometimes, you know, people, I think it's so easy with being an online entrepreneur. You're like, I don't know, today I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to work or I'm not going to do the thing I need, I want to do. But I'm like, okay, so you just close the door to your business. I have a lot of local businesses and if I don't show up or my team doesn't show up, then we don't get paid because clients don't get served. So why is it different being an online entrepreneur? So kind of taking the same discipline of building a business locally to online, I think it's, it's very helpful um, because these are things that are recurring. It's not like one network you'll be part of and will change your life. I mean, yes, you could get very warm introductions by that, network and a lot of great people that you can serve as clients they can collaborate with you you can do other amazing things right but it's not one thing it's a few things so you being very strategically implementing this in your business it's kind of the you are setting yourself up for your business to grow because these are all things that you know that's what it takes for a business to grow and then of course there are organic and paid marketing strategies Organic is all about social media, leveraging your warm networks, 
right? That's really organic. And yes, there's so much opportunity to build organic, but just like any good old thing, if you want to go faster, you put money into it, right? Uh, or, you know, you put time, time or money. And there's so many other, obviously, paid marketing strategies. I won't go into these, but, you know, we probably all know them, right? It's the ads, it's the funnels, it's other ways to pay for traffic, right? Um, and when you do organic, you go to where the traffic is and you are building relationships. Um, and even through paid marketing strategies, you have to do the same thing, by the way, because people think like, well, I'll just throw money on an ad and I will skip the no like and trust process. It is the same thing, right? But again, where are people going with your marketing? I always say, do you want to be on rented land, which is your social media platforms, which they can move away, take away your, their access or your access to them? Or you want to be on own land, which is your email marketing or in your systems in the business where you have your emails for people to can contact them. And then obviously you can add value that way as well or their phone number. So you want to be on own land, while you, from the rented land, you take traffic to your own land because the own land is you own it. <laughs> it's your, the own, the things you own. And you want to own the, the, obviously you want to own as much as you probably, you know, you probably can. So that's what the marketing efforts are. And then for sales, again, the sales process is how we take people from trust, from branding, marketing into sales, meaning into that offer that will, will set up that conversation. If you have done the other two, by the way, because we know a lot of people that skip those and go here and they're cold. <laughs> so like, okay, I don't know you, but you are offering me, even if you offer me a free thing, I'm not going to pay attention because again, I don't know you yet. So that is what marketing is when you connect those two dots and you get into the marketing um, and then again, you want to have a set-by-set -set repeatable system so that your traffic or all your audiences, you know, they are, you have a, a process of how you're leading them to that offer that is going to get people into your paid offers. So that's kind of the way I see it from marketing, branding, marketing, and sales. Sales is what gets people into your paid offers, that people invest time and money into your offer so you can give them a bigger transformation. Unless people pay, they don't pay attention, right? So that is what really sales is. So whether you're setting that up through your social media platforms, whether you're setting a system from, you know, how do we go from cold, warm to hot into your paid marketing efforts, it is the same. It's the same concept. Master the process of authentic hard-led selling. I never feel I sell a day in my life because if you have added value enough, you have built a know, like, and trust then sales becomes about here's what I have to offer. And obviously people that are looking for that will be going for it. So that's why sales just becomes like a natural process in your business. Um, and I know there's a lot of noise around it, but I think if you do it right, you never have to worry that you are selling, right? Because you're serving. You have already added so much you know, value from the other two pillars. Um, build a sales ecosystem around the business, generates a consistency, close, uh, closes clients. So again, it's not one thing you do, it's a few things you set up where you're trafficking your audiences so that we're eventually leading people into your paid offers, which is where you can really help them and make a bigger impact. And then you want to build a referral and upsell systems in the business to retain your current clients. Your current clients are the hottest audience, right? Because they already know, they already have been through the no like uh, process and the trust process. So they're hot because they're your people. They, you, you already help them, but you will not believe how many businesses don't have another way and journey for those people to continue the conversation and to continue the transformation, I should say with you or with your business. And you need to have that, right? Um, because again, you're leaving so much money on the table. These are people that if you don't serve them, they're going to go somewhere else because their needs are not being met. So you want to understand how to escalate and tap into that very, very hot audience and relationships, I should say. I love the word relationships. I hate the word prospecting because uh, I don't want anyone to call me, you know, say like I'm prospecting you and all these words that have a negative connotation. But if you talk about relationships, then yes, 
I will want to pursue our relationship so that we can add value to our worlds and whatever that means, right? I have a client for life mentality. I have a person for life relationship for life mentality in my business. So because I'm always growing and you're always growing, maybe right now we don't, whatever we do doesn't align, but later on, you just never know where you will be and where I will be. So the no like, and trust factor is already established. So why would I not pursue the relationships that I put in so much energy into, right? And the way you do that is obviously through the systems you set up because it gets to be many beautiful souls that you get to know, <laughs> which is which is a very great problem to have in business. Uh, and then of course, uh, uh, your referral system. You know, referrals are, we all know businesses, I think have been be before the ages of all this marketing, you know, that we know now, it was always belly to belly, right? I mean, I know Alona and then Francois needs what I need. And that's kind of people told people to tell people to tell people, right? So, because people know people, they know people, they know people. So referrals, um, understanding how to even be strategic about that in your business is very important because it's a big funnel of business and relationships that you have happening. So, and then my good old systems. This is more when you have obviously established a lot of those things I talked about in the other three slides and you have, you need systems because obviously you will be tied to the business you know, how much time do you have, right? You're only one human and have only 24 hours in a day. And you don't want to trade your business for sort of your nine to five job becomes your jail time, right? 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, so that's why we love our systems, which is processes. Anything that can be things that you are repeating over and over in your business and you can automate it, do that. If there are systems out there, I have my favorites that I use, but if there are systems out there that make your process shorter, do it because it will save you time. If there is team you can hire, do it. And that's next, my next pillar. Um, implement automate system in the business, support your sales and marketing. Your major efforts in your business that you always will have happening at all times is your sales and marketing, right? Because that should never stop unless, unless you decide your business doesn't wanna grow anymore then obviously you don't you stop doing that and you serve who you have and I don't know what other plans you want to have for that. But if your business is going, if, if your doors are open, your sales and market can always be working because you always got to be bringing in new people in your world, right? So that's what I would say. And then SOPs, you know, standard operating procedures um, when you hire a team or you have processes, if I've been, I have a process, let's say for my book writing, which I do and publishing it, that's an easy process. I taught it to someone, it's repeatable. I'm always looking to remove myself away from the business, right? So if there's a process that's repeatable in your uh, business, you want to teach it to someone, you want to hire someone and you want to move it away from you. I mean, unless you enjoy it, right? That's a different thing. Uh, but unless you, if you don't enjoy it, then I'm like, I don't care less about this. I like to stay in my area of genius, which is probably more of my, the face of my business for me, teaching, training. So you have to clarify where you want to be at what stage and do more of that and then delegate rest. So stay in, in whatever you want, delegate the rest. Whether you're hiring, you know, putting a system or a tool into place or hiring people, that's what you do. That's it. And you're all, I'm always doing that, honestly. I'm like, I'm always, I'm always like removing things from my plate um, as you are growing the business. And every phase and stage, obviously, you'll be, you know, worrying or, or focusing, I should say, not worrying, uh, focusing on their different priorities. It's, it's normal. Um, and then, of course, your team, you know, it takes a dream to build a team. It's all about delegation, hire, you know, an onboard support team structure current leadership and operations team, depending on where you are, right? If you already have people and now you can structure leadership positions so that your leadership can strategically move and grow your company as well. And you are not the only brain behind your operation. That is what you do. And then assess and hire strategic partnership opportunities. Those are great as well, whether you bring in partners, whether you are strategically aligning with other people in your business, you know, those are all things to look at and then hire on board and train your current and new team members. Just like anything in business, you know, putting in energy to, to showing your team what they need to do. It's like an investment on your time. It might feel like at the beginning, like you're putting in a lot of time, 
but just like anything we do, we put in time and upfront so that it can work for us later on, right? So we have to look at it the same way with team because there's a lot of also noise around leadership. I teach a lot on leadership as well. And there's, a, you know, always like, where do I find the right people? They don't stay. It's not the right people that are aligned with me, all of that. So maybe, you know, we'll do another uh, another masterclass around that topic only. But yeah, and this one, I just want to give you guys a big picture thing that you need as the CEO so that you can then, you know, connect the dots that you need. So I would be with leadership as well. So that's really my framework. This is the uh, one, two, three, six things that I, I've even put in my latest book, Purpose Driven Entrepreneurship, which I know are the fundamentals of any business. And again, working with businesses over and over and over, trust me that I know you probably think your business is unique, but all businesses are the same. The fundamentals are the same, right? Because it's an entity. And obviously, you know, the fundamentals are always the same. And then the pieces, the details, the stages where you are, all of that is individual, obviously. I mean, everyone is in their own journey with that. Uh, but these are like the six main pillars that I have seen and Hopefully, you know, what I shared is also helped you connect some of the dots for yourself where you are in your business life stage and journey. And before I dive into any questions um, that you guys might have, I just want to share some of my beautiful impact that I've gotten to make over the years. Um, Corey's actually here. I've helped Corey with her business. She's a health coach. And um, that's what she had said. I don't want to read her testimonial. But I have many beautiful souls and people that I, I have been honored to help them create an impact based on where they are in their business and helping them implement all these different pieces in the business, but always focusing on two priorities. Are you creating impact and are you creating income? That's always my, my eye, my, my very you know uh, focused eye is always working, helping people focus on those two priorities. So Corrine, I've been able to help her, of course, and then Tammy, love coach, that's sort of um, her testimony there. With Tammy, we started from the beginning, create, you know, everything from audience creation, um, understanding what audiences, messaging, very startup phase. And then we got to first couple of clients all the way to now she's growing, she's uh, working on writing a book, right? All these different things that I talked about, implementing them in the, in the business slowly. Um, and then Brenda, loan and credit restoration specialist, helped her with business model. That was her big pain point when she came. She need, she was doing, she didn't have all these pieces put in place. So she had a very low ticket business model that she was offering, a credit restoration for very, you know, underpriced. This is a big problem for a lot of entrepreneurs, underpriced. So we tweaked, we worked on all these different things and then tweaked her business model to clarify who she is, who she wants to help and then tweaked it so that it made sense for her financially where she was in that phase of business that she was in, and then so that she can continue to create the impact. So that is a, a takeaway from Brenda as well. So I have a lot of testimonials because it's all about the impact. It's on the website, my website, and also on my LinkedIn as well. And uh, plus, if you are part of my the Life School community, a lot of my clients are also part of the community as well. So I will always connect people with my uh, people that I've helped at a higher level, and that's uh, always available there as well. So where do we go from here? Well, you know, now you have a lot of information. So I'm always open to obviously meet you where you are um, through a 30-minute discovery call or strategy call or whatever you like to call it. I call it the connecting the dots call. <laughs> between where you are and where you would like to be in your business and help you brainstorm, uh, give you some insight on what are some of the things that you're probably trying to figure out for a while. Uh, but obviously through the, you know, when we mastify our craft over the years, what happens is that, you know, I could take a look at your business for 15 minutes only and I could pretty much figure out where your major pain point is and what are you trying to do moving forward. So that all really comes with experience. So I would definitely love to connect further and um, uh, speak a little bit more regarding your business as well. I will share the calendar link in the chat so that you guys have access to schedule a time as my calendar gets pretty booked very fast because I'm very proud of implementing a lot of these systems in my business. So I'm always working ahead of time through my calendar as well. So 
I am definitely um, open for questions. So let me check the chat here. Oh my gosh, so many of you souls have uh, joined here. Kate, Andrea, guys, let me know uh, if there's any questions or any takeaways in the chat. And I probably can answer a few of the most common questions that I usually get around growing your business. That probably might be helpful for you as well. So definitely let me know if there's anything I can answer. Awesome. Well, if the question, probably when we connect, you'll have more questions. Oh, great. Uh, yes, Francois. Hi, Ilona. Thank you so much. Like so thorough, so much information. It's amazing. Just want to, uh, something that you mentioned that is very enlightening. And a lot of people talk about get your, um, your blue ocean rather than being in a red ocean. But you said sell to the market that are already buying what you're selling. And then I just added, you don't need to educate them which is amazing. This is this is brilliant because that's the thing. People say you need to educate people. But then, then I put just fill in the missing gap. Basically find out what's going on in there, what are not served, or they're already spending money in there. So I really like that, end, that angle. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. It's because through my, uh, when you are service uh, led, we want to help people, but we go to the market sometimes that are not ready to get our help because they're not problem aware or solution aware, right? Or even product aware. And I made a post about that the other day. So it's you working very hard, especially at the beginning when you have no resources, right? You're the only person. Now I have resources and I've tapped into a market that's very young, but because I know that, right? So it's very smart to go to markets and traffic that is already there for a common reason. They already are problem aware, solution aware and product aware. Obviously through you building trust, they wanna make a decision if your product is the right fit for them based on their experience. But all those three things have to definitely connect. Otherwise you're working hard and not smart. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I've, I've definitely gone through that as well myself personally. So unless you consciously want to educate and you have time and resources and you can do it and it will come back to you, of course, it will just take longer. Because again, if, if uh, your you know, target market has never purchased your type of product before, you know, that first tiny purchase that they make will be a big thing for them, right? So, you know, you, you do want to pace yourself and understand how that is. The other thing that I want to clarify a little bit on is the business models. Again, I think it's important that you understand when you have all these pieces, then you can decide on what the business model is. But even business models, what I've learned is do one thing at a time, right? Grow from one to a couple of people to many more people, depending on your business growth. Eventually, you know, I started one-to-one, -one, have my groups, I have my accelerators eventually as well. I've been in the business six years and I've, you know, um, half sales cash flow team and all of that to help me. And I, I'm, you know, laying myself based on my journey. Again, this is very authentic and, you know, individual to everyone for more speaking one-to-many for stages and all of that, right? So, you have to build yourself through that. And at the beginning, I appreciate one of my, my mentor's advice because I said, oh, I want to be a speaker because in every you hear like you see all these people have a lot of success with audiences and all that. And I'm like, I want to be a speaker. And I didn't even know where to start. You know, I didn't have none of the stuff that I have today. And she gave me very wise advice. She said, you can do that later on. You start with these important things at the beginning. And thank God, right? Because I would probably just, go focus on the wrong thing. And I didn't know, and I always say, you can have it all, just not all at the same time, because you have to understand there is steps into place. And a lot of businesses, you know, entrepreneurs online, they're piecing different things, but they don't necessarily know have the framework and steps and, you know, and, and the phases. You could be working on the wrong step at the wrong time, and you're not gonna get the result. It's almost like puzzle pieces, which is why we need beautiful mentors that you align with. Because obviously you could shortcut so much of your time. I mean, I, I told you, right? Not to uh, be conceited or whatever, but obviously experience teaches you a lot of things. So a mentor could take a look at what you're doing and do it, you know, help you do it faster, saving you so much time and money. And time is the most important. I'm very proud that I say people time because obviously money, I can always help them create. But time with your family, time with your loved ones, time that you'll never get back is the thing why I love this industry, 
because you can condense decades into like whatever took me six years, I will teach it to you in one. And Francois, I know you do something similar. So I'm sure whatever you know you have learned, you could teach people in such a shorter amount of time. Obviously, without saving the journey um, and the person transformation, because that's important. But I think that's uh, that's very very crucial. At least what I know now. I did not know it many years ago. So no worries, Kate. Thanks for joining. Thanks for a great conversation. Awesome, awesome. So if there are no other questions, I will absolutely let you guys all go and keep this within an hour. I appreciate your time. Um, and again, I hope it was not very overwhelming. And if you need any clarity, you know where to find me. <laughs> thank you so much, Ilana. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I'll let you go. Thanks so much. It was beautiful to see everybody. Bye for now. Thank you.